Welcome back to Hug Your People. This is Kevin. We're going to talk about little victories and proton radiation treatment today. This is Hug Your People. Let's kick this off with talking about uh, proton radiation. This is something new. Obviously, there's a lot that's new for us, but this is really something that is really new for us. Um, we were told back at the start of this that we would be spending a, about six and a half, seven weeks in Florida um, at the University of Florida Hospital um, and their proton radiation treatment facility. None of that meant anything at the time. And as we're coming back, yesterday we came back from our consultation there and it's starting to make a lot more sense. So I'll explain things the way that I understand them uh, and what it means to Baxley and, and my family and the other patients there. and. Uh, we'll kind of go on that vein for a while. So proton radiation is, is a development that's important because it allows doctors to target cancer more specifically and it, and it reduces the side effects of, uh, of treating cancer. So, you know, when our, our big struggle with chemotherapy and the medications that go along with it is uh, chemotherapy attacks both good and bad cells in the body. Um, it creates a laundry list of side effects of which you have a equal, equal size laundry list of medications to counterbalance. Um, for example, certain chemos create nausea, so you have medicine for nausea. They suppress your appetite, so you have an appetite stimulant. They, um, they may create um, you know, some, some bleeding of the mouth or some mouth sores, and so you have a, a whole string of medications that, that kind of counterbalance that. So while chemotherapy is effective, it doesn't target cancer specifically. Um, where they found that proton radiation really comes as, as a benefit, and in case with Baxley, his tumor is in his pelvis, and so surgically removing the tumor for a boy his age could potentially cause more long-term damage than, um, than is needed. So if we go in and we take the tumor out, it could uh, create some, it could, completely remove the function of his bladder or it could um, do, just do some long-term damage by just by virtue of location of where the tumor is located. So by taking proton rays and directing it at a pinpoint specific place uh, on the tumor, you can treat the tumor without affecting too many of the cells around it. Um, that's really where it's different than x-rays. The challenge is that you have to sit in a, um, you have to sit still for like 30 minutes each time. And what they do is they, instead of doing uh, a, a full, the full amount of radiation that's needed, they do a little bit over a long period of time. And that allows the good cells that are impacted to regenerate at a faster rate because you're not, um, you're not killing so many of them. So basically, Proton radiation, as explained to me by the doctors at University of Florida Hospital, it's poking holes in the DNA, and it's poking holes at um, the cancer cells in the DNA. And that allows the good cells to regenerate around it and to pretty much omit cancer, um, or at least go into a, a pretty significant remission. So the research behind it is really astounding as to getting rid of cancer and it never coming back. So that's why we're going to be in Florida, and that's uh, proton radiation. So we're, we are basically going to be moving to the Ronald McDonald House in Jacksonville, Florida, 
um, for the months of July and most of August, half of August, um, and we'll be getting treatment five days a week, Monday through Friday. Actually, because he's four and won't sit still for 30 minutes, we'll be under anesthesia to receive that treatment. And uh, he'll at the same time be receiving his normal dosage of chemotherapy on an, um, both inpatient and outpatient basis. And that's the, that's the plan. That, th those two things coupled together give us a pretty good shot at um, overcoming and not having to deal with this very often. Now, there is some challenges with that is that because it's still radiation, it's, you know, it's not you know, without its own side effects long term, there will be things that could come up down the line that we'll have to just be aware of. But it really becomes a good option over surgery for someone Baxley's age with a tumor in his location. So that's kind of what we're looking at as far as treatment in Florida goes. So it's uh, while it will be challenging, it will not be an easy uh, six and a half weeks, seven weeks. It will be something that has great benefit in our um, treatment and recovery and beating this thing. So um, every, a lot of folks have been asking, what, what is that all about? Why are you going to Florida? What does it mean? Uh, is everything okay? And, and trust me, everything is. These, this is a, by high recommendation from our oncologist here in Charleston. Um, it is not a, uh, a cheap treatment, but luckily insurance uh, will, be, will be covering it. This is the kind of thing where if you can make it available to your child, it, it's something to really consider and really look at. And... Um, the benefit of going through it and the benefit of coming out clean on the other side of it is just, it really outweighs any sacrifice or, or financial setbacks that may be associated with it. And I think really our decision came from, let's do anything and everything we can, everything at our, at our disposal to, um, to get rid of this stuff. And our, oncology, our oncologist and the oncology department at MUSC in Charleston um, thought this was a, a really good idea. And there's only certain places you can get it. The Mayo Clinic is one. University of Florida Hospital in, in Jacksonville is another. Um, and so that's why we have to go down there and, and do that. Uh, we'll be staying at the Ronald McDonald House in Jacksonville. Phenomenal facility down there, uh, really, um, as far as bringing a lot of families together and making them comfortable for long periods of time. Because they are so close to the um, University of Florida Hospital that treats patients from all over the world, They've designed the Ronald McDonald House to facilitate families for long periods of time. So each room is big. Each room has its own bathroom. There's a huge common kitchen. There's an industrial kitchen where um, the volunteers cook. There's a playground. There's a, a rooftop terrace. There's a gym. There's um, just um, shuttles if you need transportation. There's a parking lot. There's And all of that seems, um, <laughs> seems well, duh, there is. But you'd be surprised that um, a lot of them don't have parking lots. And so really this, it's going to be as comfortable as possible for us, but we're going to spend as much time at home as we can between now and the time we leave next week um, to, to gear up. And then we'll just kind of respond and react. And um, they do a great job of getting fun things for the kids to do as far as free tickets to the zoo and sporting events and Legoland and um, SeaWorld and all, all, all the stuff that kids like to do because proton radiation is an outpatient treatment. It's basically, it lasts about three hours a day. Um, that's the budget of time. And so we'll have all afternoon to kind of rest or, or go do stuff. And so that's keeping the kids moving and keeping them uh, entertained and inspired is kind of part of their mission there. And it's really a phenomenal place. So we're, we're very impressed. 
uh, it is kind of a challenge to be away from home for that long over the course of the summer and not, not be around home base, but it's six and a half weeks. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. So um, I think we'll be in a much better spot at the end of the summer than, than we are now, even though we're making great progress with just the chemo. I think we'll see some really great results from the proton radiation. Now let's talk about some little victories because this is, it's, it's kind of, you just have to latch on to the little stuff, you know, and we obviously have had our, our, our big victory in the tumor shrinking and um, the spots on the lungs going away and things like that. But one of the things that we did, opted for that was really a no-brainer was the port. And the port allowed, I think I've talked about this before, the port allows Baxley's blood to be accessed without an IV. You still have to have a needle, but it's a much faster process. It can stay in for up to seven days at a time. And that way, as he's doing his labs um, on a weekly basis or staying in the hospital for you know, two to five days, um, even when we're in Jacksonville for the proton radiation treatment, he'll just access his port one time a week, and then that gives them everything they need for, um, uh, for fluids, for anesthesia, for uh, drawing blood, all of that. So the port was really a good idea. The challenge that we had with that was the, the bandage is a pretty large size, and as you go through something like this with a four-year-old, Control becomes a, that's the battle. It's not physical pain so much. It's control. What can they control and what can they not? And there's almost nothing they can control and it's a challenge, but they decide what happens to their body. So Baxley just grew this severe, he just detests getting the bandage taken off and the port accessed. And that's, even though it doesn't hurt very bad, they've told us we use numbing cream um, and we, we keep it clean, like all the, all the things you should do. He just really doesn't like it. And we found that the, what he hated the most was that he had to take his shirt off to uh, activate and deactivate his port. And taking the, we call them stickers, the bandages, or all the stickers, taking the stickers off, even though you use the solution to dissolve the adhesive so that it really doesn't pull that much, he just really didn't like it. And we found um, a, a lady who is the grandmother of a, a young girl named Adelaia who's battling the same thing that Baxley um, has. And she, they experienced the same thing with her. And what the grandmother did was she cut her daughter's pajamas uh, across her shoulder so that you could unbutton it and access the port without taking the shirt off. And she was kind enough to sew us a few shirts like that. And we found that the first time we took, so we took Baxley's favorite pirate pajamas. Uh, she took them and she sewed them uh, in that way. And she did a few t-shirts as well. And... The first time that we had to deaccess him from his port with that shirt on where you just unbutton it across your shoulder and the nurses can do everything they need to do, he didn't cry once. Not a single time. It was, it was amazing. And we had tried everything. We had tried uh, hospital gowns that, that button. We had some superhero hospital gowns that someone had given us and, um, and they, they buttoned and that still wasn't working. And um, this just was the little thing that worked. And so we take our little victories and... and we we continue, we carry on and the next time we did it it wasn't quite as smooth but still a lot smoother than before so we have to look at things like you know if he if he eats a good dinner like that's a victory that's a good thing if he takes his medicine without putting up too much of a fuss that's a good thing if he um if he gets a good night's sleep where he wakes up happy uh that those are all great things if he um you know it's five and a half hours to jacksonville from our house if he if he just kind of chills and watches or goes to, goes to the bathroom on his own and says, hey, daddy, I need to go to the bathroom, and he goes to the bathroom, like, that's a victory. 
even though he was completely potty trained before this, you know, like we've regressed a little bit and that's a victory. And so I think it's really getting on board and, and over-exaggerating the good things are really a key component to keeping a clear mind and keeping positive focus through this whole process. So I think we'll just spend every day from now on out celebrating the little victories and I hope you will too. And um, right now the, the, the shirts were a big deal and being able to uh, identify when you got a PP and when you don't is a big deal and being able to eat, you know, eat mac and cheese and pork chops, which he loves these days and uh, hamburgers and chicken nuggets and all the stuff that kids love. Pizza is a big thing. We had pizza for breakfast. Um, those are all little victories that we just latch on to and have to celebrate. And that kind of gets us through our day. Thank you for joining me on episode 10 of Hug Your People. Some exciting things coming up in September. Um, I'll be uh, walking, running, and biking in support of Alex's Lemonade Stand for their million mile um, raising funds for pediatric cancer research. Uh, if you wanna join me on that, I'll have more information coming out next week. If you wanna be a runner, a biker, or a walker for that, or if you just wanna donate some money for, for Alex's Lemonade Stand, I'll have that. This has been episode 10, Hug Your People, Hug Your People.